All right, so first thing first, Tom, how are you? Very well, man. Happy to be here. Happy to be in Amsterdam. Um, and yeah, it's just excited, man. Good to see you again. Um, the last time we spoke, uh, your first album had just come out. Now, considering kind of everything that you've been through in your life, and then even before you, you got into music, you've uh, gone through some difficult times. And now with Evering Road, um, being a number one album your second album being a number one album what does that what does that do to you considering the kind of the journey that you went on um what does it do to me um it, well, it makes me happy for one <laughs> uh, but not only that it just gives me um it just makes me feel like people have connected with with what i'm doing and people have understood the journey that I've been on. Um, also, I, I, I opened the door for people to, to come in and have an opinion on, on that on that time in my life. And and I was hoping that it would help as many people as I, as I could um, understand me. And if it changed their, if they change their opinion on, on what I've done, it might change their opinion on what they do in their, their, their journey as well. So man, The whole thing is just this is crazy to me that that people have have received it and made it a number one album. Um, I never thought it would do that, so uh, it's just good, good, good to know that people love it. But it starts, I would assume, uh, with the music for yourself, right? You write those songs. Um, I, I heard you say it's it's kind of a, a form of catharsis that you kind of get something out of it yourself. So can you can. You, Take me through the initial parts of, of your creative process. Um, yeah, man. Um, to be honest with you, there's like it, like you say, it was a it was a therapeutic time. I, it was such a long time ago now. I'm not too mm. sure like what the what the what the method of creativity was like. Man, I just sat down and wrote some songs. To be honest with you, there's no like magical. Um, process to it and the process is I go to the studio and hopefully one day a song comes and 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 it and and they did because at that time I, I felt like I needed to say a lot of stuff I had a lot of stuff on my chest mm. and that's um, where, where my creativity start, starts really but there's no process to it man I just if it happens it happens if it doesn't then I go home and try again tomorrow With that in mind, then, especially because uh, on a debut album, you don't really know where you are within kind of the music industry yet. You you, you don't really know uh, if people are going to listen. So how do you look, look back at lighting matches? What, what Now having made your second album, how do you look back at lighting matches kind of creatively? Creatively? I, I don't really listen to the album, man, to be honest with you. Um, It lives in people's lives and 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 people's people still tell me that they love it, which is cool, man. But I was a I was I was a kid, man, to be honest with you. Didn't really know what I was doing. Um and uh yeah, I can't like again, like the songs the songs were just me coming out of university and and kind of trying to find my voice, trying to find my feet in the music industry, like you say. I, but to be honest with you, I don't listen to that album. Fair enough. If you if we go through the process to where you are now, then what would you say has become one of your uh, 
main points of improvement? Well, what were the things that you focused on in the last couple of years to try and develop? Is it just songwriting, your voice? How did you kind of see your own progress? Yeah, man, like my voice for one, I, I definitely just as that's got stronger. And I think that's from me using it a lot, a lot more and, and not and stop smoking um, and got myself healthy. To be honest with you, it was more and more. As soon as I started getting healthy and and fit physically, my my mind then started to get, to get fit. And that's where I, my focus then really kind of was like, boom, straightforward. There's nothing going to stop me getting what I want and, and doing what I want to do. So, um, yeah, I think for me, the improvement was my fitness mentally and physically. What gave rise to this change then? Because you've always been an athletic guy. You've played football uh, in your younger years. Um, was it, did, it, did it come to a certain point where you had to make a change and, and become healthier? Or what was the thing that kind of got you on this new path or this path? Um, I think I was just doing stupid things, mate. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't want to go into it, but you probably guess what I'm on about, so it's all right. Fair enough. Did it uh, affect your creativity then? Once you got uh, in a more healthy mindset, did, did it kind of improve your, your uh, creativity, your songwriting? Yeah, for sure. Um, I just had clarity, do you know what I'm saying? I, I, I knew what I, was, what I was talking about. I wasn't, I wasn't hiding behind a sheet of hungoverness, do you know what I mean? It was... Uh, I was very clear-minded and clear, straight to the point. And, and uh, yeah, I knew what I was doing. When did the kind of the, the foundation for what would become the second album start to take shape? Because this whole writing process, was, was there a moment where you kind of felt like, okay, now I've, I've got this, this album forming? Uh, man, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really remember. <laughs> Um, I think like when I was, when I was writing, I knew, I knew that these were good songs and then I had a lot of different songs, but I just wanted to pick out the songs that really represented that story and that part and that time of my life and really, um, and really was the actual story of Everin Road. I wasn't, I wasn't lying about anything. I wanted it to make sense from, from the start to the end, so um that was it really man and one thing i really like in in this approach of yours is that you take accountability of your part in a lot of, of kind of what you what you sing about in the breakup and, and those kind of things so so what made what gave rise to that what made you look inward in a way um i think a lot of people are quick to blame the other person and to be honest with you like I know what I'd done as had was was probably a big part of 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 that. So um, I needed to take ownership, not for anybody else, but for myself to admit to admit them them things. Um, and when I did that, that's when I started to kind of I don't know find peace with it, I suppose. Mm. And 
if uh, I, I wrote down uh, some lyrics for a couple of songs, but there's a couple of songs that I want to get into a little bit deeper because I, I think they're really interesting. And and the first being it hurts, because you mentioned earlier on, uh, you kind of by by releasing an album, you open yourself up to the world, but then the the, the world uh, shouts back in a way. So so opening yourself up to criticism and and those kind of things. What was that like for you? uh yeah like like anything it was pretty scary at the time but um I just wanted to make sure that I was being honest and and that's what people people saw and people that's what people got honesty how did it hurts come together well what was the the basis for that song what do you mean? Like, kind of, the yeah, way I wrote the, it, how, musically. Yeah, either way, just what, what was the initial spark? It could be music, it could be a line that you had or something. Uh, the initial spark was I got told I got told someone someone was talking shit about me. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. I want to write a song about that. Um, and that's what sparked that song. And then how do you then capture that that feeling or that, or that atmosphere in the song and then what is the process involved with that because you do work with uh, producers and and how do you kind of convey what you're thinking or what you're feeling into that song uh, okay now um are these two uh, two technical questions <laughs> too technical for me man not <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah yeah <laughs> Let, let's get into something else then because um Another song I find very interesting uh, is "People Always Meant to Be." What, 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 how do you and and the the line that I wrote down from that is uh, "People are meant to see the world in their eyes. Uh, people are meant to be free." What, what what how do you see that song? Like what you said, like people are meant to do what they want to do. They don't need to listen to anybody else's. Like if they if they believe in something, go do it. And that's what I did. Is, is that something that goes back to kind of your decision to pursue music? Because I, I think you had some uh, possibilities of, of going to the States to play football. And No, 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 no. This, the football thing was so long. The football thing when I was, when I was, when I was a kid. Like, fair enough, fair enough. People, that song's all about, like, like I just said, you can do what you want to do. Go out and be who you want to be. And... Don't listen to anybody telling you telling you you can't do something when you when you can do it. Whether it's about music, I don't know. That whole the album's not about me wanting wanting to do I do I or do I, don't I be a musician? I, you know what the album's about. It's about a relationship, and mm. that's why it's on that album. Fair enough. Musically, then uh, it sounds a lot more expansive with with choirs with strings. Um, with uh, what what was your mindset going in musically what what did you want to kind of uh make the what, what kind of feeling did you want out of the the sonic landscape of the album i wanted it to be quite like a grand album i wanted it to be um i wanted it to be a step up from what my first one was for sure but i wanted it to be influences of soul gospel um there's a little bit of hip hop influence if you listen to like Oh Please or something like that. But to be honest with you, I just wanted to kind of yeah, make a make make us make a record that 
sounded like it could be listened to 20 years time. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? What was it like being on stage after uh, after such a long time? Oh man, it was so good. Um, to see people just happy and getting out of lockdown and uh, just being able to like have that sense of freedom. Do you know what I mean? What, what did you miss most of uh, about not being able to do that? Um, what did I miss most about doing it? Everything, man. That's what this is. What I do. Do you know what I mean? I, like it's my release being on stage. That's what I love doing, and and I love performing. I love making people happy. So not being able to do it was hard, man. But to get back and to get back doing it, it was like seeing an old friend. It was like kind of uh, just being like, oh yeah, I've missed you a lot, but let's do exactly what we used to do and just have fun. Right, and. For somebody who's who's not a musician, can you describe that feeling? What 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 is it like for you being on stage? Is it a very conscious thing? Are you or is it kind of our automatic pilot type of thing? Uh, how how do you experience that? Uh, it's like doing a drug that doesn't exist apart from for you, and you're the only one who can take it, and then it lasts for an hour and a half, and then you then you come off stage, you're like, wow, that was. That was a trip. That was cool. Um, it's a very conscious, but also like a very like, I don't know. I can't really explain it apart from the way I've just done it. It's like Fair doing enough. a drug nobody else knows about. So, so, and this is again, something I hear from artists, but that as you mentioned, or compared to a drug, it's very addictive. So, so having, not having that in uh, in your life for, for, Did it kind of uh, seep into your creativity then? How did you spend the lockdown? Were you just really creative? No, not really. I, again, I've just, like I said, I needed to have that time in lockdown to sort my head out mentally and physically. I, I took, I, I had written an album that was meant to come out, which was Ever in Road. Corona happened and I delayed it for a year and, It gave me a time to forget about music, which I did. Um, I spent it with my mum and dad and my brother, and and I just took family time and and sorted my life out, man. When you revisited Everin Road, then uh, did it change a lot after you kind of took that time? No, not really. Looked the same, mate, but um, yeah. And then with a with an album like this, is this very much much a snapshot of your life? Like this, is, as you mentioned, this is about this one thing, uh, this one period in my life, and now it's on to the next one. Yeah, for sure, that's a part of my life that the book has been closed, and uh, and it's a time that will stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've moved on, mate. I'm 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 making new music now, and and I'm excited for that. Yeah, because I saw some uh, photos of you being in the studio already. So uh, where is your mind at now as as far as writing goes? My mind is in a happy place, my friend. There's already a, a lot of uh, positivity on this album. Was that important to you to not make it a kind of a, a sad album? 
yeah, like I didn't want it to be like a cry about it, and and I wanted it to be like, listen, we make mistakes, we do, and we do we do silly things, but learn from them and um, go out and just have a good time anyway. Yeah, well, one one of the songs that is really that I found uh, is quite positive is uh, by your side that you did with Calvin Harris. What what, what was the dynamic between uh, the two of you making that song? Mm, he just he messaged me on Instagram, um, and we spoke and and then uh, we just did it on Facetime, and it was and he's pretty he's an unbelievable guy. One of the biggest DJs in the world, so I was, I was honored to be on the song, and um, yeah, just just an amazing, amazing opportunity. And if you've you've made music with uh, other uh, impressive people like Ella Henderson and those kind of uh, people, what do you take away from those collaborations, or do you take anything away from them? Mate, we're all just musicians doing our thing, man. Um, I'm not a deep guy like this, this these questions bro I'm like thinking Jesus these are deep deep questions <laughs> I just get on with what I'm doing bro um, I take every day as it comes and working with working with uh, musicians is, is is an amazing thing but I don't go home and be, I don't go home and uh, deeply think about it though Yeah, that's, that's probably one of the dangers in in what I do is that you become quite analytical about stuff you shouldn't be yeah, analyzing. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Fair enough. Okay, let's let's keep it simple then. Um, because I do find it interesting. What is it that you do then? How do you see what you do? What what is it that you want to accomplish in a way? How do you see success? Yeah, man. I obviously I want I want to be one of the biggest artists in the world, man. I'd love to be that. Um, but I see success as if you're happy and, and you're and you're doing what you love doing, no matter how big you are or 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 what, wherever you go, if you're happy doing it, then that's you're successful. And some people it's all about money, some people it's all about awards. But to be honest with you, if I'm if I keep selling tickets. And I can still gig, and I can still go on tour. Um, then I'm happy, man. Do you know what I mean? And it and if it sets me up to to be able to like rest easy at night, then I'm good. That sounds very healthy. Last question, then. Um, yeah. I saw a picture of you and Ed Sheeran, and now you were uh, you're already in the studio working on new music. Uh, is there anything you're doing with him? Who knows, man. Who knows? Fair enough, Tom. Thank yeah. you so much, and sorry for the for the difficult questions uh, this early oh, in the day. It's all good, man. It's all good, man. Just today, so many. There's been so many deep questions today. I'm like, yo, man. Is everyone yeah, right? I, th I think it's it's a Dutch <laughs> thing. That it's the way we do these kind of things. I suppose. I like it, man. It's all good, bro. Good to all see right. you, man. Take you it easy. Too. Have a good one. Bye bye.